let's hope these cameras work out. We really didn't really go on that. So, um, wait, are we starting? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna start. Do All you right. have a lighter though? So I, I can have one smoke. in my hand right here. The cracks of white. We're uh, we're smoking some some cannabis provided by a company called Cannelly. I don't know if it's good or not yet. It seemed pretty good though, didn't it? You you saw me rolling. Yes, yeah. I also agree that said cannabis was that of the desirable nature. Man, I've seen your cannabis reviews on your YouTube, oh, bro. Man. Your legal weed reviews. I'm in big trouble with those this week, bro. People coming after me for posting those on Instagram. They're like, how could you do that? I work for this company. I'm like, who the fuck do you think I am? You think I'm going to just fucking sink your fucking company? Hey, Mike Rita said that our old strain is no good. We're done. I mean, if Pack that's it what it, if that's what happens, then I think they deserve to sink. Like, the Is it like the, the fucking people in the submarine? Whoa. That's last week's news and we didn't get to it last week because it was still kind of It was so fresh. I think they they they, they died on the Monday. I think they died on the Sunday. On I think the they Sunday. died the day that the first day that they were like, yo, we don't know where these guys are. I think they were dead right there. Oh, they're already dead. Yeah, that's right. You're yeah. no yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, wait, let's get to the podcast and we'll cut in. Because this is actually our candidate special, so let's keep it where we're gonna be talking about all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's just you start want the, the theme song? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the, the snacks of life. The snacks, the snacks of life. life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the, the snacks, snacks of life. life. The, the snacks, snacks of life. life. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Snacks of Life podcast with comedian Mike Rita and your host, the Snack Man. This week's guest is the country of Canada. Uh, happy Canada Day, folks. I hope you're sitting at the cottage at home or somewhere with a dupe and a beer celebrating this great nation. Shout out Canamatch.ca, proud sponsor of the show. Mike, you handed me this lighter, dude, and <laughs> what the hell is going on with this MacGyver? Was this a, pi was this a pipe at one point, or is it possibly a bomb? Are you seeing this? It's like, a pocket bomb. And it doesn't who, look secure anymore any, with the fluid. Anybody who's read the Anarchist's cookbook knows how to uh, create a pocket bomb. <laughs> and uh, that's what this is. Sometimes, you know, the world gets a little weird. And I'm like, bro, at any moment, I got to get out of here. I'm bombing myself. Just out of fucking. You're just going to disappear. Why do you bomb? Boom. And just disappear. Like They're a like, magician. where do you go? And it's like, I'm only a couple feet away, but I'm sprinting. You know? You're like the comedian. That'd be a great part of your new stage act is if you did the Houdini thing and you popped up at the back of the stage and did some some concert jokes. Oh, shit, bro. <laughs> All right. This is our Canada Day podcast. We're hoping that everybody's having a great Canada Day. This will be released either today, tomorrow, or the day before Canada. I don't know what the fuck it is. But I think listen. I'm going to release it on Canada Day at 7 o'clock. So these people should have been celebrating Canada Day and they should be ripe. For a podcast of our nature. Yeah, just to hang and, and chill and have a laugh with. Yeah, hopefully they got some sun. Hopefully the weather was nice across Canada. What is your favorite thing to do on Canada Day? What's you, you a cottage guy? You a party guy? You a by-the-lake guy? What do you do? Leave the country. Wow, snacks. How are you going <laughs> to do that to our great nation, bro? No, because uh, Canada. usually Canada Day, and this year is a little weird, but usually Canada Day... Works its way with the 4th of July, and it turns into quite the crazy party. Ah, this guy gets his own double up, hey? 4th of July, yeah. July 1st. I think at this point I should get American holidays. Yo, they should give it to me. I know. You have an American phone number. You're a Bills fan. This guy, you're fucked, man. You're halfway there. If, if you, I could just find, like, a, a, a Spanish-speaking... Snacker? Latina person from Buffalo. Oh, man. 
Nothing better than American Latinas, huh? Right? A little Dude. fire. Maybe a felony so she can't chase me back over the border so I can get my peace every so often. Like a minor felony. One we can take care of with the right amount of money, but it's a good excuse in the growing stage. You know? I didn't stab him because I didn't love him. I stabbed him because he didn't love me. Oh. I could see my car getting keyed in said relationship, but... The tacos would be fire when we got to Mexico and she Carnitas could tra- with some fresh she could translate onion. and shit. That's the key, right? Mexican chicks, that would be a sick chick to date. Because of the food. They're they're right up there with the Italian broads and the Greek broads. And of course my beloved Portuguese broads. Oh Yeah, I think uh like Cuban. Cuban Cuban would be good too. Yeah, because then there's going to be an uprising in your home, you know. You're not cleaning. You're not taking care of the kids. I want a new man. I want a new man. Oh, I wasn't thinking about bringing a Cuban here. Oh. I was just thinking of, like, Cuban descent. Oh. I like the I like the complexion. I don't like that fucking J-Lo complexion. You don't? I do not like the South American olive. I love the olive. I, I love actually not. both olives. I don't like the European olive. I don't like the South American olive. I don't like that green skin tone, bro. To make mm. that skin tone, you got to use the color green a little bit. And I don't like it. What about the green soda, the key lime soda? Are you excited uh, for that? Today's soda is brought to you by Jones Sodas. Jones Soda, do you want the best soda with tons of regret because of how good it is that you'll never have a soda as good as Jones Soda? Real cane sugar. That shit's fire. What's your favorite Jones Soda? I, you know what? I'm like, I'm on a big root beer kick. This guy's fucked. <laughs> I'm so traditional. Right? I know. I was like, wow. Not strawberry lime, not no. cotton candy, not green apple, which is absolutely They did a fire. birthday soda, which was disgusting. I never tried Green it. apple is pretty good. Green I, apple Jones is yeah. fire. Strawberry lime is also fire. Even like they did a lemonade once that was pretty good. But Dude, no, man, like I judge, I, I love root beers because you can go and get multiple different root beers and they all taste slightly different but they're all root beer bro do you okay real question here canadian style root beer which is the sweeter one or american style root beer which is the bitter one do you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah yeah we'll see some some american root beers have almost like a kind of like an alcoholic kind of taste to it's it. buzzing and, huh uh, and 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 fizz root beery rudy it's rudy yeah. bro Canadian is that, is that the sarsaparilla it could be, buddy. I don't know, man. That original 19, uh, 1905. Uh, let me get a sarsaparilla for me and my horse here. We've been riding across the fucking yonder. I, I was drinking a Teddy's brand. How how ironic is that? Soda, a root beer. And it came in like a, a it almost looks like a U-Brew oh, okay. beer company bottle. Nice. Right? Based out of Washington. And it was good. It was creamy. It had a creamy end to it. I would love a root beer with a creamy end to it. You know, because there's only one company that really does that. And, uh, AW? Yeah, I was gonna, bro. AW has like, I think they even have their AW root beer cream soda. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. That's in America. That's very common in America. Yeah, eh? Yeah, the, the root cream, beer, soda, cream soda, whatever the fuck. AW cream soda. AW root beer in America on the label says that it has vanilla in it. Uh, and in Canada, it does not. And I think it comes down to some sort of like technicality, like it's not real <coughs> vanilla, so you can't say it, like vanilla flavoring. Yeah, it's something like that. But there is a little bit of a different taste between the two of them. I think if you if you get picky, you know, before the I would have said root beer from A and W is one of the most fire sodas. Before paper straws, I think paper straws have ruined root beer for me. 
Paper straws have ruined a lot of things. Yeah, bro. The slushy the other day. Oh, wow. Have did you it, seen this? Did it slush out in the slushy? You know the iconic red slushy spoon straw? Of course. Everybody knows the red. It's, come on, bro. It's gone. It's been replaced by the paper version. Now, let's let's keep this 100% no-cap podcast, Mike. By the end of your slushy, that spoon was disintegrated as a plastic spoon. It was flapped, you know what I mean? It had no rigidness to it anymore anyway. It had been beaten up by the ice. Right? From like doing the fucking in and out, <laughs> yeah, trying to make it fucking slushy again. Yeah, that's so fucking funny, bro. And now it's a paper. It, like, it has even less life chance. The finesse that it would be required to finish a medium-sized slushy with the paper spoon straw thing. Oh. So we're, you know, you know what gonna, it is? We're going to be old one day, and we're going to be like, I, I think we've just hit the fucking wall yeah, right here. I remember when straws had, rig, had rigidity. <laughs> you're going to you're gonna have to throw that in as a fucking throwback to your COVID generation yeah. joke. So you know what I did? I shit you not. When I was at Circle Clay in the U.S., I pocketed like about 15 fucking red straw spoons, and I, I put mean, them you, in my glove box. Bro, keep one at home. You could just use those at home over and over. Life hack, plastic doesn't go fucking bad for like a solid three years. You get you get three years out of a fucking straw. Every time I go to America, I go through the drive-thru now. I'm there for two days. I go through the drive-thru, I say, give me as many straws as legally possible. The guy at Arby's was like, looked at me, and like, hey man, they got paper straws in Canada, they ban plastic. Man, for real? They ban plastic straws? I'm in Detroit. They ban, pa they ban paper, uh, plastic straws? Them paper shits suck. And this is the manager of a fucking Arby's. He goes, here, dog, and hands me a stack like this, Mike. Here you go, bro. Like, I, like I, he knows I was in. a box at that point. Give me a clean box. He's like, you know, I, he, I felt, he felt my entrapment. He was like, yo, these Canadians got it rough, man. Fascism is rampant up in Canada. Yeah, I think he probably threw a fuck Trudeau in there at no, the end duh. of it all. Just for Honk. We, we were in Michigan, so I was on, that was on the way to Chicago. Michigan, I'll miss again the next time I'm coming through Kalamazoo. We went through Kalamazoo, actually. I pointed it out to Carter. Kalamazoo, it's a, it's a what a top five name in North America, bro. Kalamazoo. Great name for a town, really. Walla Walla. Did you uh, happen to see how I spent my weekend this past weekend, Mike? I did, bro. Yeah. You were rubbing elbows with New York greats, such as, but not limited to, Fat Joe, <laughs> T.I., Ja Rule, yeah. Neo. I didn't, I didn't actually stay for that, in full you disclosure. You, you didn't stay for Neo? No, I left before Neo and Nelly went on. Those are the headliners. Yeah, but I had, okay, first of all, Mike, I'm old. You're like, I don't care about Neo. I don't want to see him dance. Like, <laughs> So I saw Akon, and I'm like, yo, he's hey, about to hey, go. He did it? Did he, you watch him, though? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that if you go back and you look at the video, the backing track is doing a lot of the heavy lifting for Akon. I mean, he's done. Let that backing. You won't let me down. No. He always had that fucking little squeak voice anyway. No. Yeah, I'm not sure he can hit those notes anymore, man. You can't let me down. He was being accused in my comment section quite a bit of uh, of lip syncing. They're all, all lip syncing, though. Rappers are all lip, sy uh, lip syncing. More. More. Like they all have backing. a Yeah, they all have a backing track, but some have a heavier lip sync than others some just can't 
spit the bars the way they used to, which uh, I think is fine, right? I mean, no, it's not. You're expected to keep up your shit as a performer. Imagine you went to go watch a band and the fucking guy can't play the solos. You'd be like, get it together, you fuck. Yeah, but on that same notion, right? Rappers have always had a hype man to fill in the blanks for them. That's wild because it's because they're lazy. Yo, it rappers could, could are be. lazy, but some of them aren't. You can watch a rapper rap his whole fucking thing, and you're like, yeah, you see? Because he gives a fuck. I bet you J. Cole isn't using a fucking backing track because he gives a shit. You know, that's a very valid point because there are there are rappers that would rather fail than than use a backing track. But you, know, you think Kendrick Lamar isn't using a back? He knows every word of every song because he fucking, you know. Kendrick Lamar, I went and saw Kendrick the last time he was, was in he Toronto. He was amazing. Was he? Yeah. Budweiser? No, Scotiabank. Wow. Yeah, and I've seen Kendrick Lamar before. I saw Travis Scott open for Kendrick Lamar at, wow. the, at the Scotiabank Center. Yeah, Travis Scott came out on the fucking bird and shit and was flying and stuff. It was crazy like that. And it he was, was an opening act. That's an opening act. It was opening act. It was before it was crazy, crazy. It was on the verge of tick, 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 tick. Like he's and about then, to blow up. Yeah. The next time he came, he was the headline, and it was fucking insane. Yeah, but Kendrick Lamar, you're right. But back to the the story of the weekend. We're also talking about rappers that aren't necessarily in their prime. Ludacris ain't using no backing track, or maybe he is. You went to go watch him recently. He was here with Missy Elliott. No, or not Missy Elliott, Janet Jackson. No, I I missed that show. It was that's that a bar. weird double bill though. That's a good one. That's a good one for me. I, I think, think that I think, I think that's Chris smart is booking. Better than Janet Jackson. That's why they do that because Ludacris would absolutely disagree with you and would go in front of happily go in front of Janet Jackson and be like, "You are an icon. You are a legend." I ain't but shit. Ludacris has enough dry enough draw that Janet Jackson can go into a theater that's probably maybe would sell because like she has recognition, but a lot of people won't go and see Janet Jackson perform. Yeah. But if it's ludicrous and Janet Jackson, you're like, wow, okay, I guess. Ludacris right. by himself is worth right. the ticket price. Guaranteed. Now it's selling arenas. Now it's selling large amphitheaters. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, Janet by herself at this point in the time, you know, she it's needs... Over. she needs she Well, not that it's over. She needs a solid opener. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's yeah. not putting somebody that's in the prime of their career right now as her opener, but she's putting somebody that is in a similar era... That has enough name recognition to sell tickets. I w I, I'm going to go watch a band in October, and I don't even know who the headliner... Oh, fuck. Who I are you going to see? Oh, some fucking hipster-ass band. I'm going to go see a band called the Cactus Blossoms. Some weird southern-like duo. They're like too old. It's not, they sound like they're from the 50s, where it's like... Do you think if we play them, we'll get fucking banned off YouTube? Cactus Blossoms, bro. Do you want to play it? Yeah, man. All right, whatever. Might as well. Will it work? Though? Cactus but Blossoms, hey. The internet in here is a little, little hey, fucking baby. spotty sometimes. Dude, I love them. <coughs> nah. Yeah, no, it's not going to work, eh? You know what? It's that steel door. Protects us from, from pizza delivery ladies, but... Internet doesn't necessarily travel the best through it. Here, I'll do the song the best I can. Karma Sandy. It's funky. <laughs> I like it. It's fun. Things got some rising action. I, I dig it now. Hey, <laughs> like, yo, give me some tickets to watch these guys. <laughs> so, uh, where are you seeing them? 
I don't know, Meridian Hall, maybe Danforth Hall. Sorry. Is this is this something that D put you on to? No, no. I this is I like the Cactus Blossoms. I can tell you how I came across this. What's the song? Hey baby. Hey baby. All right. E we'll turn this down because we're probably gonna get a fucking ad knowing these guys. Hey, hey! They don't have a ton of views. This could, we could be putting some people onto some shit here, Mike Rita. Yeah, they're 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 underrated. What do they got? How many views? Million? Not even yet. They're great though. Trust. Forty three thousand views. Wow. Cactus Blossom. Hey, baby. Maybe we won't get in trouble for this one. Hey, baby. It's driving music, you know. Sunny, sun setting. Sounds like Dwight Yoakam. Yeah, it's got that vibe, right? Like some fucking 60s Texas shit. Dwight Yoakam. Yeah, I want his Cadillac's car. That's a great song. This sounds like a Danforth Hall fight. Doesn't it? Yeah. Dude, I love this kind of shit, though. Okay, let's see. This is this is this is the one though, right here. The white baby. This is gonna give us an ad. We don't want the ad to go through. Oh, it isn't. This is classic though, right? I hope y'all having a happy Canada Day out there from Kuwait. Welcome in the boys. Absolute fucking classic, bro. You're cultured if you can listen to hip hop <laughs> and listen to Dwight Yoakam. Come on, this is this is a dream right here. Women whipping out their tits to this. Guitars, Cadillacs, hillbilly music. Happy Canada Day, everybody! Yeah, from the Snacks and Life podcast, and our great Canadian icon, Dwight Yoakam. Yo, that <laughs> man! I would go see Dwight Yoakam perform. What part? I gotta tell you right now, bro. Last year I saw John Fogerty, and it was one of the greatest concerts I've ever been to. Obviously. He just played CCR and fucking outfield or center field and shit. But, like, I get it. But it was one of the great. You're like, these guys still bring it. Yeah, his, oh yeah. his little beady eyes behind his little bangs. You're like, man, this guy's, this guy's a record hit record machine in his 20s. There's a, few, there's a few bands that you go and see where it's underrated going in and it shouldn't be but it is in your head and then you get there and you're like holy fuck because i like i remember seeing leonard skinnerd oh i like, bet you they fucking go hard dude the show was wild wild dude because they do a lot of the double guitar solos so you that, that sound live is huge it's a huge sound it's a huge sound that's why yeah. they do it that's yeah. their whole you know that and then they keep going right to the like and you're like, holy shit, dude. Are, are you privy to the guy that does the hillbilly covers of, like, he did the hillbilly cover of Basket Case? Man, I'm not, but that's hilarious, dude. See, this is what Canada Day is all about, man. American weird country music, because that's what we're I don't know. I don't know if this is the guy. Here it is right here, man. This guy's he's definitely blowing up. Uh, he, he, this, is, you're gonna, this is gonna blow your mind. Yeah, I see this guy on, on, on TikTok. Do you wear the time to listen to me whine? Dude. About nothing, everything, all at once. I don't care. I like it. should it. be me. I could do I, 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 I fucking had this idea years ago. And I thought, man, I could have been this guy. Fools. God damn. Neurotic to the bone. No, no doubt, doubt about it. it. Sometimes I give myself the creeps. So good, right? It's so good, dude. 
Sometimes my mind plays tricks on Fuck AI. We got Bryant Ross. Or Bryant Roses. I think I'm cracking up. Oh, am I just paranoid? Or am I just. You know what that has? That has late night sitting around the fire with your one friend who's so talented, but you're like, bro, are you playing basket cage right now? And he's like, yeah, yeah dude, it's a little country ditty I play by my... You're like, damn, man, that's sick. Right? Bro, I, I swear, I'm not making this up, man. You, you know, I play like 20 instruments. Back in the day before I was a comic, I used to just play music for the homies around the fire and have a laugh. And that's what I used to do was make, like, man, one of the funniest things I ever did was sing Juicy as a country song. Dude, everyone just singing with me and everyone, because you know the lyrics to these songs. Of course. So they just sit naturally in your head, man. Like, you know, like. Uh, and if you have the timing, you can put it over something. Come on, it's easy peasy. These songs have real notes. These songs have real music behind them. You just got to turn it into a different melody, man. It's This guy does a great job. I've seen him on, uh, I've seen him. He does a lot of Blink-182 stuff, too. Do you remember this one from our... from our? Let's put it down just in case, because this is another one of those things that could have an ad in front of it. This is one of the first ones where I was like, wow, this was this blew my mind when I was a kid. This came out... I want to say I was probably 16. So I don't know if you've heard this or not, but... This will be something a lot of people have heard, but... So much drama in it's amazing. Happy Canada Day, everybody. Yeah, like if you went to a concert, you go to a fish concert and this comes on, you're losing it. Whole audience losing it. All right. There's my mama <laughs> but people people went nuts when they played. They had there's a live version of this. Duh, there's gotta be it's bro. fish, right? Uh, fish is lucky I don't fight him, bro. They they go ridiculous. That was that was the classic first one where I was like a crossover. These guys have uh, these guys have like a, their own nice little following, huh? Well, what happened was is when. The Grateful Dead stopped touring in 95. There was a lot of people that were lost and didn't really have a thing to do. Wanderers, literally deadhead wanderers. Yeah, and a lot of them turned to Fish. And Fish has, at this point in time, possibly a bigger crowd that follows them around. No! Maybe. E equally as large. It's a different scene. There's a lot Shut less. Shut the fuck up, bro. bro. A Fish show in Toronto is like every other show at Budweiser stage. You know, it's it's very mild. If you go to a fish show at Blossom in Cayuga Falls in Ohio or to Deer Creek and like the same type of venues that I go see dead shows at, fish is three days. Sometimes it's two days, but a lot of times it's three days. They just announced their tour a couple days ago. Bro, fish is one of the most normal sounding bands. They're so goddamn lucky. Bro, Are you kidding? Have you heard them play live? They're the most fucked up, weird fucking band ever live. No, man. They just jam everything together, and they do the very... That I can imagine. That I can imagine. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Okay, so the Grateful Dead, the reason that they're so iconic is it's just so great for their time, you know? Different. Jerry Garcia, the whole fucking It's thing. the live show. It's very much as so is Fish. So, like, Fish will play for, like, again, you never see the same show twice. But they'll play 12 dates at Madison Square Garden, bro. 12 Fish. dates. 12 sold-out dates at Madison Square Gardens. Fish. Yeah, here. I'm going to give you a Riviera Maya live fish. 
so you can figure out this like what it actually sounds like Live because it's fish it's different dude it's definitely different it's pretty funky dude and they have crazy light show i'm gonna punch fish out bro hey i've been to the riviera maya oh have you a lot of people go there on vacation uh, these guys will do they'll do a whole week Oh, we'll, get, we'll skip into the middle. Of Happy this. Canada Day. We're playing some live fish. Well, you definitely want to. You definitely want to. Uh... <laughs> nice. Crazy world I know. There's no way that this isn't the most perfect band to pick up the Grateful no Dead thing. So this. Right? Wow, fish is sick live. Yeah, yo. <laughs> All right, if I can't get you to any more dead shows, I'm going to have to take you to a right, fish one. fish comes to Canada. That's the most important thing. See, fish in America is a different experience, man. Because the, the people follow them and so forth, right? Canada's mild. They don't have the lot scene. People hitting mad nitrous balloons at the fish show. More nitrous than the dead shows, even. Happy Canada, everybody listening across the great country. Sitting at the cottage, sitting at home, smoking your dudes, drinking your beers. We're just cranking some fish right now. Honestly, we're about to smoke a blunt. Let's go. I'll get we're it. Need another blunt. You know, you know. Hey, you got a new lighter. Imagine that. <laughs> you know, shit's vibing when Reese is hitting the blunt. We were telling a story about how in my neighborhood there was definitely some racial profiling going on with blunts and some of the older guys from the neighborhood. Now you gotta understand, I grew up in a neighborhood where everybody was um, ethnic, so it was Portuguese, Italians. Latin people, black people, Indians, everybody, every background you could ever fucking imagine, you know, Western Toronto, that's just what it was. So there was always competitions and there was always people who didn't, you know, like certain other types of groups. And I remember one guy always used to give a shit for smoking blunts because it was a black person thing. And I always thought, what a stupid thing to label somebody. Oh, they smoke blunts, us <coughs> I whites. Think, I think more white people smoke blunts now than anything. Let's be honest, bro. Why, white people are, have, have taken over blunt culture Like they have everything else that's blizzack I'm high right my brothers Hi this is Black Reader speaking up on Canada Day To all my black Canadians I hope you like fish I know you like fried fish Thank you I'm comedian Mike Reader <laughs> on, the, on the topic since we're going down the <laughs> hall man Like have you heard of Goose before? Yo yeah. Yeah? Two, like two days ago, Burt Kreischer was talking about Goose. Yeah, man. Goose is an awesome band, man. You're going to love Goose, man. I'm going to show gonna you some Goose. I'm going to punch out, bro. How are you going to play some Goose right now? Yo, I'm going to see Goose. No. Yeah, they're playing on the other side of Buffalo, dude. That's fucked. This is some Goose is some next level shit, dude. Here we go. Ready? Well, get, if anybody hasn't listened to Goose, man, you need to check out Goose. If, if you're vibing with any of this stuff. going on here it's goose is it the internet oh it's the internet it's the goose i right, caught up this sweet tastes like hops like hops that's your review this is canna lee i'm pretty sure all right, give it a stop, Goose. We got to get back to... I can't... You, you had me a fish. You lost me a goose. These animal bands are getting out of control. Who's next? Grizz. Grizz. Have you heard of Grizz? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Might as well get into Grizz. It's a Canadian uh, theme, right? Dude, I am not uh, getting into the goddamn Grizz. Grizz is a little more <laughs> electronic. Man, there are some crazy f- hippie fucking festivals. If you want to go on like a, a, a vision quest. I wish I <laughs> was shit. in good shape and single so that I could go pick up hippie chicks. I always loved hippie chicks. And then you kind of get with the hippie chick and you're like, ah, the best part about hippie chicks is is that their wardrobe never ages because they already dress like my grandmother. You know, and that's nice. That's good on the budget. <laughs> yeah, everything's thrifted. Why don't you go to Value Village? Buying gift cards to Value Village for Christmas. You're like, honey, Value what's your new wardrobe? A for-profit company that works off the donations of others, and it's Dude, insane. Yeah, they give us a minor donation, but so with Goodwill. <laughs> it had Goodwill in the name, and it was a scam. <laughs> <coughs> Bad will on your on that note. Go support your local church charity, Salvation uh, Army. They do good shit. All right, so we're gonna celebrate Canada Day <laughs> the only way we know how with Getting a lime some snacks. Key, key lime. Oh, this might be good. Key, key lime, lime. three point one four. You know what that is, right? No, three point one four pie. Yeah. Your boy Reeds. Also, what you're getting into here. Santa. I'm getting into some dick duffs. Dick sticks. Dick duffs uh, was kind enough to send us some jerky. Now, they're fancy with it, Reeds. They're real fancy with it. Yeah, it's a greasy meat stick. It's all organic. Read the ingredients, man. It's like fucking it's organic, organic shit. Yeah, look. It- the ingredients. Organic pork, organic beef, organic water, organic spice, organic cane sugar, organic sea salt, cultured celery. It's not organic. This place is shit. It says he rubbed his dick on it, though. You. Yo, dick. You. No refrigeration required. Well, then. <laughs> it's, a, it's a weight as Mike. Jumps into the chipotle meat stick from. Now we should get into the into the out in the open. Now we're great Canadian meat people. We ride or die for great Canadian meat, but we're we're equal opportunity people as well. That's why we had a, a master grower on last week. I Good reception for last week's episode though too. What the fuck was that lady mad about? She thought it was too high. Nine point five was too high. Yeah, Becky does not like cinnamon. You want to call her out? Do you know who Becky is? No. Okay. Who is that lady? <laughs> Listen, lady. <laughs> I don't know who you are. It's Becky. Neighbor Becky. I don't know who you are. Listen, lady. She's very opinionated when it comes to snacks, Becky. Oh, sure? Yeah, she has a strong snack palate. Just cinnamon's not on it. I got a snack for you, Becky. One bite brownie. <laughs> Becky, you don't like my fucking rating of the goddamn churro? I'll never forget that. This meat stick, yeah, is unfucking believable. I ate eh? the whole thing. It's good. <laughs> it tastes I, healthy though, doesn't it? Doesn't taste processed. It tastes healthy. That's what I thought. How the fuck are they doing that? Mm. Magic. Mm. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to support gay pride because there's there's quite a bit of trans fats. And me and Snackman have talked about this. Yeah. Trans fats are the gay fats of the meat world. 
So we always got to make sure we have enough trans fats. They need to bring back trans fat in fast food. I think equal opportunity. <laughs> we should be able to choose if we get trans fat or not. French fries. McDonald's fries have not been the same since wow. they took out the trans fat. I haven't had a crispy fry in years. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like this ZTF, the zero trans fat is ruining fast food. And I just feel like we should be able to make educated decisions on if we want to slowly poison ourselves. Trans Not if they're just doing it without bring telling them us. back. Okay. All right. That meat stick was honestly unfucking believable. I'm sorry, great Canadian meat. That was a good Dick Duff's meat sticks. Available in Canada or just America? Yeah, no, this is a Canadian. It's based at a new market. Oh my God. How am I going to do this to great Canadian? Right? But, but you know what? I'm an equal opportunity person. Shout out Great Canadian Meat, but... Dick Duff's is making a good meat stick. Hey, when there's a good product, we got to talk about it. I'm going to talk about something that was in there or that any meat stick lover is going to know. The consistency of the mill of the meat right. was perfect. Right. That's key, man. It was perfectly soft throughout. The casing itself wasn't chewy. It broke apart. Very fine, thin casing. Right. A little bit more of a wet, a wetter product than the Great Canadian Meat one. A hundred percent. You're right. Uh, where a meat stick on the Great Canadian side is almost more of a jerky stick. Not a jerky stick, but more towards the jerky side. Dry, dry, dry cured, yeah. Whereas that one, it's like, yeah, the stick is like a little moist from the Chipotle smoking sauce. <sighs> smoking whatever the fuck, you know, because I'm sure they're using liquid smoke. Oh, no, they're organic. They might be smoking these things for real. That was chronic. I'd have, I'm going to give it a... That lady scared me now. I'm like, 9.5 is too high, huh? I, I, I don't know, man. She she definitely was... Look, in the meat stick world, from every meat stick I've ever had, we're talking to Slim Jim's, Great Canadian Meat, fucking uh, those uh, guys who just emerged the last few years, and now they're the Jack Links. Um, That's a big conglomerate. I'm on Roger about that. On Beck. I've been tagging him. Because Beck is a big Jack Links guy, and he's been posting them, and I'm like, listen... They are. They're a big, Dude, huge corporation, bro. Jack Links came out of nowhere. It's a huge corporation <laughs> based out it? of America. Dude. Pretty sure they're farming their beef in South America. It's some Brazilian cut beef. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm going to give Jack Links a shout out for the original Jack Links, the first year or two that those guys showed up and they were kicking ass in the Canadian market. Yeah. It's good, man. That teriyaki, that sweet and yeah. uh, that sweet heat. Yeah. Ooh. There's a Doritos one out right now. Sweet chili. Sweet Chili Dorito Jack Links. Wow. I don't want to give them no shout out, but when there's a good product, we're going to talk about it. Is that no, works? Jack Links is a hit or miss, but their, their meat stick, like not their pepperoni stick, but they're actually like flat jerky sticks are good. Yeah. I, I got But when I was a kid, see, jerky was a thing that you got in like a little, like fucking a jar. Cubby. Yeah, at the was, front. At yeah, the front. It was like a cubby. Like you flipped over the top and you took a stick. Crunchy country meats. And it had a native guy on it. And it was like <laughs> weird. Oh, the NHL, the NHL draft is tonight, I guess. Who do you think's going first? I'm just kidding. But for real. Could you imagine if something happened like the Lindros thing of our era where he's just like, yeah, I'm not going to play for you fucks. Yeah. Can I'm, that happen anymore, you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the haul that he would get back would be insane. This guy is bigger. I'm not bigger than Lindros. I guess it's hard to say because Lindros came me at a... The he Quebec was, he was, league, he was monstrous, the next, he yeah. was, yeah, well, he played for Oshawa, but yeah, he was like the was next, it? yeah, he played for the Oshawa Generals, 
But he when he came, he was the next Gretzky. I thought he came out of Quebec. Oh no, no. he got drafted by Quebec. God, I'm a fucking it said I, it said I would play there. Yeah, uh, and refused to play there. God, some hockey nerd out there just cringed when I was like, he came out of Quebec on Canada Day of all things. Bro, I knew there was a Quebec thing. Don't get me going. So there was a a, a report that came out, and I'm sure it's old, but it recirculated recently about Yarmer Yager. And how he was overseas. Oh, yeah. Classic. How did he slip to, I don't know, I think he was taken like fourth or fifth in the draft. Yeah, he said he went and played for the other teams, but then he called Pittsburgh. He's like, hey, because he loved Mario Lemieux. He wanted to play for Mario Lemieux and play with Mario Lemieux. And he told the other teams that he wasn't considering coming to North America anytime soon. And then called Pittsburgh and was like, you draft me, I'll come tomorrow. Oh, kidding. And like, awesome, right? Bro, Yarmer Yager is a top five hockey player of all time based on longevity based on production based on popularity based on the symbolism like if i were to show you right now he's a cal ripkin of hockey but yeah he's one of those guys exactly boy exactly cal ripkin <laughs> of hockey if, bro, you, like, if you were to, if you were to ask a casual hockey fan he wouldn't come up in the conversation, and they would start with the Gretzkys and the Lemieux and Lemieux, the, the Crosby's, the the, Howes, the yeah. Oars, all those old farts. Yeah, it, but, but bro, Yager has got more points than most of those guys. You know, the thing about Yager is, is that it's it's hard in any professional sports, especially in the era that we live in now. Like you know, past two thousand and five or wherever you want to call it, where. The players really started to take their health and like everything seriously, and it yeah. became super elite. Like the guys in Gordy Howe era were smoking cigarettes and drinking beers between Bro, these periods. These guys were and like shit. plumbers in the off season and shit like right. that. Like, and some of those guys never made the money. But Yammer Yager was great in like three decades. Bro, the 90s, the early 2000s, and even the... Uh, 2010s. Bro, the early 2010s as well, bro. And then, and then he was still useful. He still could compete later on in his career like people were like yeah we'll it take him for the playoffs only speed holding him back it wasn't hands it wasn't knowledge it wasn't ability bro even in his last season he plays like 30 games he still has like eight nine goals fucking 10 assists like he was and still he's setting, producing. he's setting stuff up exactly yeah he's yeah. still producing problem is it's just speed bro no speed you know no well speed. and these kids they're fast as fuck bro and he was never that fast of a guy. Like maybe in his early Pittsburgh years, when he's like nineteen, that's it. Like you know. But the the game wasn't that fast. No, you were getting held. That's right. You were getting held. The game Whacked. was tough. Yeah, the game was tough. Now the game's not as tough. That's what I was. I don't gonna want to say. sound like Don Cherry. If but. you were to take a silhouette of him, he you would know who he is. Any hockey fan would know those little Jerry Curl mullet of the nineties. Yeah, the Easy E. Bro, the cur the curls, man, the Yager curls, so iconic. Yeah, you know, imagine that guy coming down the wing on you and popping it in, and then he like, you know, like gives like you a, the fucking Fabio. Yeah, like, like gives you one of these. I can almost do that now, man. I'm what, getting there. What, what's what's Yager's classic? He takes off the glove and he like does the number one or something. What's Yager's? Didn't he like? Wasn't he the guy that put it like a sword away? Fuck, bro. Yager, Yager no, goal he, celebration? He takes off the glove or something, and he always like... Uh, well, Team Solani shot through the glove in the air and shot it. One of the greatest celebrations in hockey history. Uh, just uh, And, and, and the, you know, you hear those old... If you did that in my day, you'd get crunched. Yeah, they, none of those guys could crunch Solani because they couldn't catch him. You know? And plus, Winnipeg had a couple tough guys beat the shit out of... Like, Domi. 
Domi right there. there Domi was there Domi. at night time. He was the toughest guy in the Man, league. Man, if you ever see Ty Domi in real life, his neck, you realize why he was so tough to take down. The guy's neck is his head. It's just one. He's like Barney Rubble. It's yeah, just like it's one, just fucking... one thing. You're like, what the fuck? You couldn't punch this guy out if you tried. You couldn't, you couldn't move that neck. That neck's unmovable. Bob Prober had nightmares at fucking Ty Domi. And Wendell Clark. Yeah, that, that, that dude was tough. Rest in peace, Bob Prober. So I met I, I met fucking Ja Rule. <laughs> I saw that, bro. You got up close and personal with Canadian <laughs> icon Ja Rule. So this festival that I went to, hot in here, leading up to it, it was a lot of people were kind of outside looking in because if you were to take this festival lineup, this is a going right back, woo, like a good comedian, um, and put it in like 2005. We're talking like Coachella or something. For real. Like literally. Like so the like the opener, opener, opener. There's nobody in the place is Chingy. That's right? crazy. Right? Fat Joe, Rick Ross, T.I., Ja Rule, Akon, Neo. How much you think Nelly? Chingy got paid. Five Not grand? Th- yeah, maybe. I don't know. Not a lot. His ask has got to be small. Chingy's got to be a small ass. So there was a lot of hesitation going in because, first of all, the last time Ja Rule was supposed to come to Canada, he didn't show. Second of all, calling a spade a spade, nobody will ever forget about Fire Festival. Be real. No cap. No cap. It's never going to. Are you going to ever forget about Fire Festival? It's the first thing I said when you said it wasn't going to happen. I was like, because why the, the Fire Festival thing? <laughs> he forever is wearing that fucking badge. Let him have it. So, and and just by like actual like hip hop in Toronto, a lot of people just don't show up. Like, oh, I couldn't get over the border, you know, yada yada yada. So when we got there, the first thing we asked is like, hey, is everybody here? And leading into the concert, I was searching social media, and like a lot of the people hadn't even posted about it. Fat Joe hadn't posted about it. You know, Rick Ross hadn't posted about. They're posting about other festivals. So I'm like, I had a, a media pass. So, all right, well, we'll go. We'll see. It was supposed to pour. Was it? Saturday. So there's no... Oh, yeah, my kid's party. I know. It was supposed to pour. Supposed to pour. So I show up, and we're like, is everyone here? They're like, yeah. The night, the day before, they posted Ja Rule doing his set check, his sound check. So like, hey, he's here. You know, okay. So, yeah. All right. You know, all right. So it's going to happen. And it, it, it went, I think, underrated. Because if this festival with those names, this should be huge. It should be huge. How many people you say were there? They said thirteen thousand people on the only at one hundred and fifty bucks a ticket, one point eight million dollars in ticket sales. I mean, that that lineup is a fucking money lineup, bro. Rick Ross is not showing up for anything, even on his forty minute festival set. Rick Ross is is a two hundred thousand dollar ask. I know, because he makes so much money from the just his passive income. He doesn't need to show up. So if he's going to show up, it has to be worth his time. Well, and he's a big name, man. He commands that. If you don't book him, some other festival wants him. It's a Saturday. Rick Ross. He could, be, he could be at any festival. He's a, he's a headliner at any... He could go to Rolling Loud, which, by the way, is not coming back to Toronto this year. Because it was so underattended last year? I don't know. It was pretty... I think it was pretty well attended. Was it? Yeah, it was a different crowd, though, man. Why did they choose that weird venue? Uh, I don't know. I think it was the only place that they could do it that would really hold the people they were expecting to show up. 
Yeah, it was like a parking lot. Also, logistically, it's very secure down there. If the they block, there? yeah, they block everything off. You know, like it's pretty easy to secure that area. Um, but they were expecting huge beef, right? If you remember, they they were expecting a lot more problems than they had. Why? Um, I just think that they didn't think Toronto could handle it, man. And like Toronto has a bad rep for fucking things up. Like OVO Fest, there's always shootings after it at that club afterwards. And like, there's just a lot of violence in the city. You know what I mean? And like, especially with that scene for some reason, the overly machismo boys of the rap game. Yeah, well, that it's always been that way, right? Rap has always kind of been built built off beef. What's that about? That's so stupid. It's cost us a lot of. I mean, look at man, rappers are still dying. Rappers are still getting shot. People are running up and robbing them for their chains and waffle houses and stuff like that. And Idiots. Get out the game, bitch. It's to the point where, like, these rappers roll around <laughs> with real security, bro. Especially in America where they're allowed to have guns and stuff. That's why a lot of them don't want to come here. Because they're not allowed to have their guns. Dude, I mean, it's just not secure. Imagine you, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're a rapper and there's real, like, tension... For instance, there's a rapper coming to Toronto that's like Little Dirk. You know what I mean? Like That's your boy. You try to get me to get tickets to Little Dirk. You should have went and saw Little Dirk, bro. Did it happen already? No. No, no, no. You want to go see Weezer, though, eh? This coming week? Yeah. Give me tickets to Weezer. You don't got a Weezer? You have, have you seen them before? No. Awesome. No. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, Weezer's a great band to see uh, live. I gotta go take D. They so love it. I would recommend anybody to go see Weezer. Weezer is exactly earlier in the podcast when I was saying there's bands where you're like, yeah, Weezer would be okay. And then you show up and they're four songs in and you're like, my you're just, you're into it. They're like, what the fuck? They haven't even played Buddy Holly or the sweater song yet. This shit goes hard as fuck. I know. Uh, you I got saw Island in the Sun's going on, and you're just like, this is the greatest shit ever. They can put and together. Everybody's singing it because their lyrics are so infectious. <laughs> you, there's songs that will pop out that Weezer has released in the last 10 years. That you kind of forget. That you will be like, fuck, what a great song. Bro, I remember River that. River Como song. just did a song with Billy Talent, bro. Those are my boys. Fuck, I want to go. Ah! Yeah, you're trying to meet Billy Talent, eh? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get it. I got it, I think. You got it? I think I got it. Yeah. You got it? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just saying we could make it into a clip. I think Reed's got it. Got it? <laughs> I reached you out. You pulled the Reed card? So I threw it on Facebook. I right, seen that. Right, right away, I got a couple messages, people being like, yo, I'm good friends with this guy, I'm good friends with this guy, let me reach out, let me reach out. So Ian is the only guy who's gotten back. But uh, bro, Ian DeSau is the one that I want to meet. He's, you know, the guitarist. Right. Icon. You know, Billy Talent, Toronto. You love that shit, eh? Oh, man. Wow. Getting hype already. I'm already fucking hype. So, but Weezer and them in the same week. Whatever, bro. You got to do, you got to do, you got to party, you got to party, baby. I did two shows in two different states in the same week. After hitting a fucking deer, this guy's mental, bro. The deer. It still hasn't been resolved. Resolved? No, man. They they've got the car back from the states. They towed it. Back. They're like, there wasn't a real deer. You guys were high on crack and meth. <sighs> I wish it would have been so much easier to deal with. Speaking of people that are high on crack and meth, did you see the video that came out this past week about the lady that told her son to kill the guy after the dude knocked her clean out in the restaurant in Chicago? No, bro, you didn't see this. All what? right, all right. If we do this properly, we might be able to get the people to see this. This has too. to be the last story of this podcast, too. Uh, yeah, we got a bit of time. We're, we're good. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. All we're right. good. 
Okay. This is the news. Well, look lady. at this piece. So they've dropped the charges, which is crazy. This was big, big controversy. Are they going to show it, or is this like Maxwell Street Express? Hot dog stand is now at the center of a major legal reversal. Police say yes, Carlisha Hood, seen here in the pink dress, was standing in line late on Sunday, June 18th. She and a man began arguing. That's when they say Hood's 14-year-old son came into the restaurant. We've blurred the boy's face because he's a juvenile who's no longer charged with any crime. They were charging him with murder. As he's watching from the doorway, police and witnesses say the man arguing with his mother, identified as Jeremy Brown, repeatedly punches Carlisha Hood Watch in this, the bro, head. if they show it. The violent attack was captured on this cell phone video, which was shared on social media by a local activist and has been viewed more than 32 million times. We froze the video before the he just outright smokes her, bro. Hit, Hood's 14-year-old son fired his gun repeatedly at Brown, shooting him in the back. Police say Brown ran out, and the mother and son did too, with the son still shooting. No one else in the establishment Boom. did anything. Good it wasn't charged. Boom. Bro. So this was controversy on the internet this no week. Way, Hopefully bro. we can get the video up. No way, bro. Some guy's punching your mother in the face and you got a gun. If you don't blast bro, one of my greatest regrets in life. Really? Is one time on a bus, some ch some giant idiot bumps into my mother and kind of shoves her out of the way. This old Portuguese lady and goes, watch it, lady. And I saw it happen, and I didn't do nothing. I was How like old 14, were you? 14. It's like a young kid in grade nine. But I just didn't have it in me. And you'd shank him now. I would... I would eat his face, bro. Right. Life is life has made me bitter and angry and 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 resentful. At the time, I was a very young kid. I was fourteen. I was very happy in life. I, you yeah. know, I, I I was more worried about my mom than, than than worried of taking care of this guy. Right. Whereas nowadays, I might have. I bro, life has made me so crazy. I probably wouldn't even let him know that I'm the son. Yeah. I would follow him. Right. And as soon as he's the, la the bro, as soon as he's not like even aware that I'm near him. Yeah, I fuck. I would love to just. I, I I've dreamt of it a million times. Stab him in the neck with a pen because that's all I had on me. I was going to high school. So <sighs> maybe I had scissors in my. Maybe I had scissors. I mean, that Dude, this then, kid that, did the right thing. Fuck yeah, that, this bro. kid did it right in the. But this did. This kid did it right in the heat of the moment where he didn't get away jail, with it. Man. You'd be going to jail. I'm okay. I, it's premeditated. Yeah, you can't follow him, bro. I'd want to kill him, bro. Yeah, I couldn't do it on a bus because then people would stop me. How crazy is it that a 14 year old kid has a gun with them so accessible like that? Chicago, bro. Bro, shout out that kid, bro. Shout out that kid. You watch some guy fucking nail your mom and punch her. And the messed up part is, is that if you watch the video, Mike, she doesn't hit the guy at all. She's just lipping to him, and they, they had some sort of confrontation, and he's yelling at her like, you know, Juanita, say it again. Shut your mouth. I said, say it again. I'm going to knock you out. Say it again. And then she said something. You can't really tell what she says. And, like, he doesn't even, like, he doesn't even, like, punch her. You see the Superman punch that guy goes to throw. Like, he steps back, and he, like, Nolan Ryan pitches. And nails her with it. And just cold cocks her right in the mouth, and then apparently punches her a couple more times. Where the controversy lays, apparently. And and who knows why these people now, because like, they were charged with murder, the mom and the kid. Where the controversy lays is, is the guy that gets shot, he leaves. And as he's leaving, they follow him, and the mom is telling the kid, kill him dead. And apparently, 
they were saying on the internet and you, you know obviously it's not true or they it's not of substance to the criminal people um she was threatening witnesses yeah she's in a state of shock at that moment her son just shot down an attacker yeah uh, you can't anybody's actions in those moments are to be taken with a grain of salt your son shoots down a guy who just punched you in the face your adrenaline is on a million of course you're gonna look back at the people in the restaurant and be like any of y'all tell the motherfuckers who the fuck it was and i'll shoot you too like of course you're gonna do that yeah this is chicago these are very this is a crazy situation yeah you're born in blood son just shot down a man who punched you're so proud and scared and nervous and defended like you're bro you're like a like a high on our fucking hot- Imagine two people in this world are just trying to go get some fucking hot dogs at the Express thing. Oh, Chicago's nuts, huh? You just get blasted trying to get a Chicago dog. Shout out Chicago dog. Dude, first thing then when the guy said, oh, there's a pizza place. I'm like, what's that Chicago? He's like, Southside. I'm like, can I go there? Southside Chicago's the White Sox? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been to a White Sox game, bro. Leaving the White Sox, it's uh, some bank that fucking is the field owner of that. I can't remember. Citibank. No, uh, Citibank is, is Mets. Is Mets. Um, but when you leave that stadium, you're like, this is real. Chicago's keep real. Keep it rolling. You, you, Detroit, the, it's like Detroit. The Detroit is, uh, the motto in Detroit is no cop, no stop. We, we've been through this. We've talked about this on the podcast. Man, that's just what it is outside of Chicago. There's no reason to stop. Why would you? I wouldn't even want to go to the south side of Chicago. I went to the, I think, I don't know if we talked about it last week. I went to the Shameless House, and it's actually on the south side of Chicago, too. There's south a side. There's a guy that lives in it, and he's just like, he thinks he's a celebrity because he lives in the Shameless House. And there was three people that showed up while we were there. Just to take pictures? Yeah, he charges 20 bucks if you want a group photo on the step. But you could take pictures from the from the. Just the street. Yeah, but then he came out. He was like, hey, what up? Like, he wants to talk to you. And like, and there's the three shows. I didn't watch the show. My sister was a big fan. The three houses are side by side that are in the show. Or whatever. Oh. But there are, like, that. the whole south side of Chicago isn't bad. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. Let me play the white guy card. You play the realist card, okay? No, no, no. As soon as you step into the south side of Chicago, you're going to get shot. You get one bullet as a hello and one bullet as a goodbye. Get the fuck out. Maybe, I guess. No, no, no. <laughs> as a white American on this great day that is known as Canada, Canada day, day, I want you to know the doubt that it's where's the where's the Chicago of 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 Canada? Is it Toronto now or is it still Manitoba? Oh man, like Winnipeg. Winnipeg used you to. You ever be been there, bro? Yeah. Anybody who's never been to shout out Canada Day, oh Canada. If you've never been to Winnipeg, let me tell you something. Winnipeg got to be one of the scariest places. Winnipeg, homeless people, people with mental illness, and just people who have slid through the fingers of society outnumber every normal person downtown. There is five crazy people for every normal person in downtown Winnipeg. It's a scary place. And in the winter, it's even scarier. It's crazy. The place gets so fucking cold that the snow doesn't like melt off the road. So it kind of like compresses. So everything's got this really white compressed look to it. Ice. Dude. Yeah. Winnipeg is death, bro. Coldest I've ever been in my life. Winnipeg minus 37. It's windy like Chicago. The wind goes right, right through yeah, the city. Yeah, because there's nothing blocking it. It's yeah. like Arctic winds for yeah. real, bro. Yeah, when I was there, I had to go from the hotel, from the Burton Cummins Theater. Shout out Winnipeg. Shout out Burton Cummins with Theater. Yeah, and uh, and they were like, yeah, make sure that you, like, go right to your hotel and don't, like, stick to the main street. Don't go down any, like, other side areas and stuff. But the craziest part about Winnipeg uh, is it's stabbing. Bro, I'm going to tell you something. 
first 20 seconds of my life ever in Winnipeg. Okay, I get off the plane. I get to the Airbnb. Yeah. As I'm getting out of the cab into the Airbnb, our neighbor, the neighbor to the Airbnb, some guy's huffing on his... Guy comes out, fucking kicks him right off the stoop. And I'm trying my hardest. Like, babe, get in the fucking, you know, like, get in the Airbnb. We're going to fall out. And uh, <laughs> the cops show up like a half hour later and they're like, did you see anything? And man, I had never been more scared to snitch. But sometimes you just snitch for the sake of snitching in the sense like, yeah, buddy. What the fuck fucking- are you talking about? <laughs> this guy, I'm clipping that. Sometimes you just snitch for the sake of snitching. <laughs> bro, because Who I, are you, six nine? I don't live here, bro. This ain't my neighborhood. I don't know who these people are. This guy kicked that guy off the fucking stoop. Snack man ain't seen shit. Stick here and protect me from these Winnipeg Indians. Now, I want to shout out Winnipeg because I've I, some of the Natives. best shows of my career... I'm going to tell you something about the natives in Winnipeg, bro. They have become a normal part of life. They are the lady at the hotel. They're your cab driver. They're the guy who owns the convenience store. Nowhere else in Canada do they live more normally than Winnipeg, bro. Sure, there's a lot of them that have slipped through the cracks. Just like if there was a lot of white people, there'd be a lot of white crackheads. Just because there's a lot of natives, there's a lot of native crackheads. What are you going to do? That's life. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. There's also a trillion, billion, majillion more of them that live perfectly good, successful. You t- you should take white, you should take really white, racist white people to to Winnipeg because you get both sides of the coin so well. You get a lot of broken down guys who have fallen through the cracks. You get a lot of perfectly oh awesome people in society that that would break your you know these pre racist notions that a lot a lot of Canadians still have. About yeah. natives, like they like ah, oh, just dry. no, they're not. You fucking idiot! Why don't you leave your home? Yeah, a white person will walk by twenty drunk white people and not think twice. But the second they see a drunk native person, it's like ah, that's all of them, though. That's all of them. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how how uh, native people in Canada have been kind of ostracized. Kind you of. see people that are like. They're like talking about immigrants, and then you really realize that we're all immigrants. Dude, that's my favorite argument in the world. These damn immigrants! It's like, what are you, stupid, bro? Most yeah. of this country didn't arrive here until 1930, you how, stupid How much goof. fucking mohawk do you have in you, bro? Yeah, mohawk, yeah, yeah bro, How much ear you know, do you have? Oh, fucking, you know, man. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me yeah. It's an aggressive, it's an aggressive stance to say that, uh, it land is back. a blind genocide of, uh, like, bro, people are blind to it. They don't realize what they're talking about. It's fucked dude bro like how do you say hi in any native language you know say hi no me neither no think about what i just said to you yeah that's fucked right we don't know how to say hi in the in any language of any of the peoples of canada now to be fair there's like a lot of native languages we should we we should at least know one we should know at least the most popular what is it Cree? i don't even know if that's the canadian i barely learned about susan a glue cart when i was a kid i don't know who you're talking about the native singer yeah Buffy St. Clair? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, but yeah, that'd be like my dad's probably version of that, right? You mean Buffy St. Clair, bro? Like, it's true, though. It's true. Yo, there is a huge silent genocide. If you can't say hi or bye in the native language of this country, and sure, bro, people be like, but it's, it's English, it's French. But I can barely speak French, too. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I got no respect for the French either. But they did lose the war. Those French. The French yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. The French people are so funny, too. 
Did, did Shout you, out Oka. Did you see that there was a, a, a recently there was a settlement with the natives, uh, First Nations, and it was like Ontario and the federal government, and they paid out for a treaty recently, and it was like uh, four hundred million, or like the number was so low. I think it was four hundred million they were paying out for all of the you know basically rent. For the land that they took. And I thought about it and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like there's sections of Toronto right now, of waterfront, small little sections that are worth 400 million. And there was people in the comments on the internet complaining about it, about, ah, oh, we shouldn't give them anything. Nah, nah, nah. And I'm like thinking to myself, like 400 million is such a drop in the bucket. And like, if I was the native people and I had a treaty signed, I wouldn't take 400 fucking million. Are you kidding me? They have to, because if not, then it's they another get 10 years of, of litigation. Did I ever tell you the story? I got hired once to be the comedian at a, at a conference that was 50% government lawyers, 50% indigenous lawyers and chiefs. What a weird crowd. Bro, one of the worst gigs I ever saw for the opening acts. There wasn't one laugh for three comedians. The host bomb, opening act bomb, the middle bomb. And then they're all backstage and I'm like, boys... Watch this. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go kill out, it. I'm gonna go out and kill. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna talk about how awkward the, all of this is. I'm gonna talk about how this is the worst booking, how they couldn't have been dumber to book us, and they're gonna love it. Whose idea out, was it for a dude. comedy show, you stiffs? And I, I go I go I think my opening joke was like, you, whoever booked me, you could know is one of these white government guys because there's no way that the Indi the native dudes are fucking up this bad. Yeah. And the indigenous, <laughs> bro, the, the whole indigenous side goes bonkers. <laughs> They're laughing. And then I kind of go back and I make fun of like, not the indigenous crowd, but I kind of make fun of the situation. Now I get the lawyers and now I got them. Yeah. And now that I ride the wave, I do a little yeah. bit of material. I do more crowd work. I make fun of this guy. I ask who the fuck is this? This guy's the chief holy shit, I'm making fun of a chief. Yeah. Can't say shit because I'm the entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> Lawyers, take your shot. This is, I, remember, I remember it all. It was wild. It was wild. I kept pinning them against each other for the laugh. So one, you know, only once in a while did I get them to laugh together. But that's not the point. You, had, you have to... You bro, opened them up, though. Bro, I, was, I just acknowledged how stupid it was. How stupid it was to book a comedian. And uh, <laughs> it was good. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I've had some firsthand. I mean, chiefs are serious people. Let's get that out of the way. When you meet a chief, they... They're they, not fucking around. No, they don't crack smiles. They don't give no shits, you know? Well, I mean, would you? No. Because <laughs> if you show any kind of, like, vulnerability, those fuck white lawyer that. guys are like, there he is, he smiled. He, he is happy with the 400 mil. Yeah, fuck that, bro. I'm coming in, I'm fucking screw face. Fuck See, the them. Thing is, man, there's a lot of white cats who have this weird internal white guilt where they can't admit, like, yeah, it's okay. So what we we benefit from being white, who cares? Go benefit more than if you, like, it's okay. Go, go do your thing. And then there's those dudes like, I'm poor. That's I say that all the time, man. My name is Edward William. <laughs> I, I, You're obviously getting chosen in a resume lineup. I have the whitest, like my 84 brightness printer paper white. Dude. Like people balance their cameras off of how white my name is. And then people are like, oh, how do you have any? Like, I have a Nexus card supplied to me by the American government looking like this. That's right. Like, I'm like, well, aren't you going to get cleaned up before you go? I'm like, if they'll issue me secured traveler status looking like this. You anything, look like a young Taliban recruit. Any Anything forward progressing is less hassle at the border. When I show up now and I'm like, hey, here's my Nexus card. And they look at me they're like, 
That's a hundred percent you. I look like the caveman that the fucking the bro the caveman from the cartoon was with the intact commercials yeah. all those years. But ago. he was a, he was Hanna Barbera before, wasn't he or something? Oh yeah, the Hanna Barbera guy. What's up with that guy? Yeah, you kind of got the Hanna Barbera guy with the fucking stick. Holy shit! That was the club. <laughs> yeah, you kind of like the oof, the Oka Oka guys. Holy fucking Christ! Or like the Geico caveman. That's the guy. Like, is that what you were thinking? Those are my favorite commercials back in the day. That's great advertising. So this is our Canada Day special. It's dropping on Canada Day. Mike, I don't want you to be controversial, but be controversial for a second. What's your favorite room besides Toronto, Yuck Yucks, your home? What's your favorite room to do in Canada? Where's your favorite place to go? Ray's Boom Boom Room. No, all right. I watched the movie. The Sundowner. Niagara Falls. Man, honestly, my favorite place to perform comedy. And, oh, man, there's a couple of them. You I'm know? taking Toronto out to give you. Montreal's Le Cabaret C <laughs> is really fun and beautiful. Shout out Montreal. Montreal's uh, a beautiful Montreal's city. got a bunch. Look, Montreal's uh, Club Soda is amazing. Montreal's uh, Theater St. Catherine is amazing. Bro, there's so fucking many in that city because it's a theater town. It's a... Yuck yucks, too. Or, sorry, yeah, Just for Laughs. Just for Laughs, man. And, and, and I've done so much Just for Laughs. There's so many. If, if we're thinking strictly comedy clubs, man, there's like a couple of yuck yucks that are real fun. Like yuck yuck, the old yuck yucks at the Edmonton Casino. I don't know if that's there, the old Elbow Casino, Elbow River Casino in Edmonton. That yuck yucks was a lot of fun. The yuck yucks Calgary is a fucking hoot. Old Yuck Yucks Ottawa on Elgin Street. God, I'm so old that all my I, I am old enough to You're go the old the old yucks because there's new ones that have come up and since because COVID, a lot of people don't know this. Where's COVID the most under, Where's the most underrated? spot in canada where you're like you showed oh. up and you were like wow i can't fucking believe this bro st john's newfoundland no choice every time of my life first day I, I i drove around that place i remember thinking this is the most beautiful place in all this country nobody knows about this it's, it's a seaside town it feels like you're in ireland and then you go do comedy and it's like the austin texas like bro political correctness out the window. Out the window because they're not tight asses over there. They're really loose asses. Those people have the loosest buttholes of anybody in this country, and they're, and they're the funniest. I, there's something in Newfoundland that you realize quick. If you're not funny, you don't get to have friends. You get you get you get like pushed to the out. Like you have to be funny enough to hold your own. Yeah, they just don't come back, dude. They got they got they they cut. You know. Bro, they play the breaks. Like you know what I'm saying with that. Yep. Like you ever hear like you know like. Uh, they're just always breaking chops over there, bro. Like, like uh, heckling's a sport, bro. Heckling's a sport. Like your buddy walks in and he's got a pair of pants on. Like the whole room will be like, buddy, where'd you get the pants for your motor's class in there? <laughs> fucking Christ, man! If, if, if they're any tighter, your nuts couldn't breed. Your dick would die. Suffocation right there, fuck. <laughs> Jesus, man! And then like even grandmothers will come in and be like, Jeez, look at him fucking pants, looking real gay, is ya? Trying to pick up a man tonight. That's all you're gonna get with him pants. Cause ain't no girl bringing you home with him fucking tight little nuts over there tucked in all by your pocket. Nah. And you're like, Jesus Christ, Nan, why are you saying that? Oh, I'm saying that. You look like a fucking gay. Fucking... And you're like, Jesus, man, Nan, you can't be saying gay. But I'm from 1972. Gee, it's different in those days. <laughs> and they'll go on this whole rant about how they're allowed to say shit. Oh, I was born in another time. Dude, nobody There's rants. There's still innocence out there. 
there's still the innocence of this yeah. isn't an anti, you know, this, yeah. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to make fun of you. I'm making fun, fun, yeah. fun being the main word to them. That's like the, the generation of like, if I didn't like you, I wouldn't make fun of you. I like you. That's why I'm making fun of you. Yeah. What happened to that? Yeah. What happened to that generation? Because when I was a kid, that was a sign somebody was finally liking you when they'd yeah. be like, you're going to eat that fucking sandwich or you're just going to watch it on your plate? You'd be like, oh, 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 you're me. I remember them saying that about my Uncle Donnie. They're like, you know, he really likes you, right? And I'm like, he's always, he's always bust my chops. They're like, yeah. That's how we know he likes you because he, he shows shows interest in you, yeah. and he wants to get it. He wants to converse with you. He wants to get a rile out of you. He wants to give you his time. You know, yeah. I, now kids are way too soft for that, bro. I just make up stories to my nephews, all and nieces all day. I'll be sitting in the back. I'll be like, oh, somebody's calling live. It's, it's uh, you know who that is? Crackhead Brian, Cocaine Brian. That's it. I was so close. Cocaine Brian. Do you want to call him on Canada today? Should we do that in the one the show? All right, let's end the show with fucking Brian. Call him back. Oh, it's like he knows we're recording on Wednesday at this time, you know? That's 100% what's going on here. We had a voicemail, but we'll play that next episode. Uh, okay, let's try to do this. As we wrap up our Canada Day episode here, we want to thank CanadaMatch.ca. Are you sitting at home on this Canada Day hoping that, wishing that somebody was with you right now? Well, go to CanadaMatch.ca and maybe you'll find somebody who also is born at home and wants to, you know, fuck. That'd be kind of cool, eh? Canamatch.ca. I'm still trying to find the swingers that Glenn told me about on there. You know what you got to find? I got two swingers right here, my left nut and my right. Put your chin down there and let them swing all night. I'm going back out to Vancouver for Labor Day long weekend. Oh, they're eh? booking me. They're trying to book me for shit, but I haven't gone back. Remember when they didn't pay me right away? And then I was like, man. You should come out though. I'm gonna be there already. I committed. I'm an easy. I'm low hanging fruit. Your boy reads. Don't commit to nothing till like two months out. I'm like, I haven't got booked yet. I guess I'll go to make it. Pop, it pops up. You've missed a call from Cocaine Brian. <laughs> That's my favorite. Cocaine Brian. Cocaine Brian. Here, take this. I'm gonna figure this out for us, and we're gonna call Cocaine Brian because I know people actually do like to hear from him. They love Cocaine Brian. It's stupid. It is. It really is. He's but. my fan. He's my fan, he says. I just get all wussy. He's my fan. Why won't it go into that? How do we find that? Here okay. we go. Here we go. Cocaine, you better come down. Uh, I hope you're doing some cocaine this Canada Day weekend. Here we go. That stuff is lots of fun until it's gone. You know what I mean? That is the number one thing about that drug is that when it's gone, you're like, why did I even do this? Yeah. I should be home sleeping cozy in my bed like a normal person, not fiending for drugs at five in the morning while the birds wake up. Oh, my God. What's his number? 519 something. It just said you missed a call from Cocaine Brian. Cocaine. I have him in here as Cocaine Brian. There he is. If I find you've been creeping around my bed. It was him that called. Oh, yeah. Ladies and there gentlemen, go. we're calling our original member of the Crack Pack. Snack Pack. Hello. Cocaine Yo, Brian. Cocaine Yo. Brian. We're both what on. What are you guys doing? Oh, wow. I didn't even know you were there. Yeah, That's right. We're live on air right now. Uh, we saw yeah. Cocaine Brian what calling. Today? What it's Canada Day. day. <laughs> it's Canada yeah. Day. Yeah, you're right. It, this is for Canada Day weekend, yeah. so this will be that episode. So anytime you refer to the day, it's Canada Day. 
Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yes, yes. I hope you're having a great. Yeah, God, you guys told me. I hope you're having a great Canada Day uh, weekend over there at the cottage or wherever you are. Uh, actually, I'm at home because this anklet doesn't come off for another three days. Wow. wow. <laughs> hey, Brian. You like it. Left field. What do you say, brother? Have we talked about, have we called you uh, since you had yourself immortalized as a back? Oh, yeah. Oh, hold on a second. That's a big word. What did you say? <laughs> so, since you became a cartoon, we haven't had you on the podcast. We want to, we, we, bro, now we have to make like a snack pack group of people yes you had me at a hello mike you had me at a hello did we talk about how there was a v1 and a v2 yeah of yeah there was a version one version two there was one with some jizzy yeah. stains that oh. you didn't like you were like hey i don't okay, want no jizz this, wait a minute wait a minute this is snack this is snack's idea to talk about that he still heard about that girl that girl situation oh. he's still trying to get me back I forgot. I forgot you existed till you called Brian. Wait, wait. We did forget about that girl. She ever make it home? I I haven't heard. Yeah, no. There's been no updates at all. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, no. I was kidding. I was just fucking with you guys. Brian, how you gonna do? Canada Day. First of all, first of all, Happy Canada Day. Thank you so much, guys. What substance are you abusing today, Brian? On Canada Day. Marijuana. Hey. You guys are talking shit about uh, weed that you could buy in the store. I just smoked some of the best weed at seven grams for twenty-seven bucks. <laughs> wow! What was Not the name? Bad. That's a good hey, deal. Well, uh, hold on, I forgot. I smoked too much of it. Hold on, I'm walking towards it right now. It was sativa, though. Can you open Heavy it? Heavy duty sativa. I was just gonna roll it right now. This isn't cool. a twist off. Is I it? got it from Little Leaf. Yeah. Good old Little Leaf. It is. Pop. It is a twist off. Uh, it's it's twist called. Sunny, sunny days, and it's made by Fuego, and Fuego is Spanish for fire. Oh, okay, senor. Yeah. Roma cerveza, por favor. <laughs> Muente fría. So when we had the poll recently, so uh, Brian, you voted yeah. for legal weed, obviously, then, right? Well, you know what? I didn't vote. Hold on a second. I didn't vote for legal weed, uh, but it, it, you can't find good weed. Uh, but black market weed blows legally weed out of the water i think like personally like i smoke some of that karma cup stuff uh the one that beck uh, drew is that okay uh, right no we're good beck, that's okay right I, and it was good it was good but i mean the stuff that i've smoked at, with you guys like from headwater and some other fucking places you guys get some killer weed killer weed Listen, Brian. You guys have killer weed. When you go back and watch this podcast, you're going to realize that me and Snacks haven't listened to a word for the last minute and been pouring some soda. <laughs> so all we hear is you being like, dude, some killer weed, man. And then Beck yeah. sat at the Karma, man. Yo, fuck the Karma Cup. Fuck Sarah Sunday. Mike Rita says a no cap no. podcast. No one yeah. back. Fuck the Karma Cup. I tried fuck to tell you that, Brian. Yeah. I Mike, tried to I tried to help you. I tried to help you. I told you we don't we, no. I, Keep I don't that shit fuck away with the us. comic cup. No, no. I don't fuck with Silver Sun. I, I don't fuck with little Josh. I don't fuck with none of that. <laughs> I don't fuck with none of that. I don't. All right. But but the best weed I, that I've smoked so far, I think, was not from a store that I bought. It was something that a friend brought or whatever. That's still the, the most killer weed in the world. You can say this and friend's so the, name. So Is it Pete Ribeiro? The friend was Pete. Yeah, one of the greatest from guitars Cambridge. of our generation, Pete Ribeiro. <laughs> 
You know, we went high and, bro, we looked for this P. Ribeiro. We couldn't find him nowhere, bro. We couldn't even find a P. Ribeiro obituary. So he's not even dead. He's just floating around Cambridge. Where is this guy? I'm going to bring him to the golf tourney. August 12th. I saw that. August 12th. Uh, the wild yes. uh, and dying. Uh, Are you fuckers coming? Or no, what? I can't. No. Remember last Come year? On the, on. Bro, remember yeah. I got COVID last year at the soccer tournament? That was fucked, bro. I didn't even fucking. <laughs> oh, you were brutal. You're having a snooze. Your team is out there kicking ass. Hey, we were winning until halftime, huh? No, the team reached we last. Were, Retention's falling. We it's were, plummeting right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. All the, all of our fans are leaving the radio station right now. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait, yeah, Kobe right. Bryant, we, we have one more question yeah, to ask you, you on this what? beautiful Canada Day weekend. Yes. What, what, what yes. is your favorite thing to do on Canada Day? My favorite thing to do? Yeah, cottage, really the lake, what do you like? I, I like uh, I like uh, spending time with the family, doing like a fire and stuff, and eating and barbecue. You know, you're a big mean? fireworks like guy, Brian. Or are you allowed to have fireworks? fireworks? <laughs> I'm not allowed myself, but with some supervision, you know. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like his wife uh, could let off fireworks. Whatever the ankle bracelet doesn't she know could. won't hurt her. I feel she's responsible. Yeah, enough. as long as long as I can stay on my porch and watch the fireworks, that's what I'm allowed to do. It's because there's so many kids near anything. fireworks usually, and I know you're not allowed near <laughs> the kid. <laughs> or schools. Yeah, I can't be near the kids, and I can't be near the fireworks. Yeah, get those kids away from those fireworks. <laughs> Cocaine Brian's in the vicinity. <laughs> well, Brian, we, we appreciate you uh, calling the show over and over and over again and berating us in DMs <laughs> with video I, after video. I, hey, Brian. They, the the yes. views and opinions do, of the snack do. man are not of mine. You know that I love you. You yeah. know that I appreciate all your fans. You know I I, I, you, I, I love the macho. You, I love Mike. the macho man Brian Kuto. I, I love it all, bro. Yes, yes. And hearing this from Mike Rita, world famous. <laughs> there it is. He, sh- he he always hangs up on Brian Coots. Oh, that's you my know, favorite. I don't know what happened there, Reese. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Uh, that's not as good as Crush Lime. Ooh, Crush Lime, huge in Newfoundland. Yeah, uh, East Coast exclusive, generally. It's like a limited release here. No, so, not even close. Not Crush, even close. Crush Lime has that zinc. Um, where you're like, it's a sweet. Bro, Crush Lime is Sprite cream. Creamy Sprite. I don't know how to explain it, bro, but it's fire. There's uh, one last thing there, but if you want, we could save that till next episode. What is it? They're a little weird. The Oreo? Yeah. No, save it for the next episode. This was a Canada Day jerky and Joel and Soda episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's a man's episode. All right. Well, let's uh, let's just shout out the uh, Cannelly. We were smoking. It actually wasn't that bad. Cannelly, pretty good. Wasn't wasn't horrible, man. Wasn't horrible. We loved it. Uh, I, I can't say we loved it because then we're going to get shit online. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was it was good. Uh, his prices were reasonable when I asked him. And, and the real winner here is this guy right here. Dick Duffs. Dick Duffs. Dick Duff can't get enough of the Dick Duff. Can't get enough of the Dick Duff. Can't get enough of the Dick Duff. As always, shout out Liquid Death. And thank you so much to Canamatch. Canamatch.ca. And shout out to the homie Headwater. I, I, brought, I found some Headwater weed today and I brought it back. It's back, baby. The last of the heady. <laughs> Have you heard from him? Yeah, yeah, I heard from him. You did? Yeah, it was a very cryptic message, as is all things right now. But uh, wow, yeah, yeah, I, I, you're I much know. more special than I am. No, no, no. This, 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 this is three weeks after the original message, so it's like it's it's been uh, it's. I don't think that phone's operational right now. I think that's what it is, which would make a lot of sense. <coughs> wow. 
Bro, the plug phone has to go off sometimes. Canadian cannabis is so fucked up, man. Yo, so fucked up, man. We didn't even touch on it this episode. We left it alone. You know what? The hater the hater clip was funny, man. I like that. I, if you haven't seen it, go check out our page. Check out last week's episode, too. Happy Canada Day, everybody. Happy Canada Day. It's been we're the snacks of life. We're going to lead you out with the best part of the show. Let's go get drunk it. with your friends. And if you don't have friends, go get drunk with your pets. And if you don't have pets, just go get drunk on a FaceTime on an Omegle. Go to a random. local bar, man. COVID's over. Oh my god, a local bar. What a death sentence. Go to a go to a pub. We just talked about people getting capped up in Chicago. Do not go to your local pub. Fuck it, man. Go live a little. Shout right. out to Beaver and Bulldog. You take the good, <laughs> yeah. you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the, the snacks, snacks of life. life. Whoa, the, the snacks, snacks of life. life. There's a time you gotta go and show Ooh, you do. Grow, and now you go about the, the snacks of life. life. The Snacks Alive. Ladies and gentlemen, that's with the Snack Life podcast with comedian Mike Rito and your host, the Snack Man. Thank you to Catamatch.ca. Thank you to LiquidDeath.ca. <laughs> Castle Bongs. Even though they're not on the table, they're always in our hearts. And Headwater, for the first time in a long time, they're back, baby. We'll see you next Friday.